What is up, everybody? Happy Friday. Welcome to the 28th episode of GVG Cast. As you can see, the gang is back together. I'm joined, as always, by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Derek Bittner, and returning to us this week, Ash Paulson. Yes. Uh, before, before we get into the who's who, I'm just going to do the sponsor bit because I feel like we have a lot of little life things to talk about. Now that yeah. Ash is back with us. So Fair enough. <laughs> if, if you're new here, this episode, like every other episode before it, is sponsored by The Game Orb. Uh, the Game Orb is a YouTube channel that brings commentary and gameplay footage from the Nintendo Switch and Xbox Series X gaming systems. While games like Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu can be seen on the channel along with others, The Game Orb will also now be adding Splatoon 3, Super Mario Sunshine, and Fall Guys to the gaming collection, so be sure to subscribe to The Game Orb at the link in the description. And if you're here live with us, it's also going to be pinned in the YouTube chat. I can see Ash working on it right now. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't skipped pinned. a beat. That is, that well, is, that is a <sighs> look of focus. That's yeah. right. You can you can tell my man is <laughs> my man is pasting a message in chat. Anyway, um, I wanted to get the sponsor sponsorship out of the way. Thank you so much, Eddie. Uh, we appreciate your, you. your support each and every week here on GVG Cast. As you know, I'll read super chats out in a little bit. But we've got it, it's been a minute. So I wanted to check in. Derek and I got to talk about what we were up to last week. But Ash, you were you were not with us. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been up to? Well, uh, so a as you all know, last week I did have to go to a funeral for a family friend, uh, which is it's not someone I was personally close to, but uh, basically the son of, a, of our close family friend passed away in, in a car accident, sadly. Oh. And we wanted to go be there to support her. And so I, that's what I was doing uh last yeah last week during gvg cast time so i'm sorry i couldn't be here but we did want to go ahead and support our friend um that had to be brutal yeah, yeah it was rough it was so yeah we, we watched the in memoriam video and it was just really that even though i didn't know him that well personally you know it just really got me and it's just it's always of course sad and we love her and it was just hard seeing her so sad and you know so sure. we wanted to do everything we could to, to be there to support her uh but then actually i just got back uh yesterday I'm uh, sorry, uh, Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. It's been, Time a, it's, is an illusion. Uh, <laughs> it's been a blur. So I actually just got back from the UK for uh, my bud uh, Aaron Cooper's uh, former t uh, TNT guest wedding. So nice. if you've been watching TNT yeah. since the very beginning, we've had Aaron Cooper on, I think, a couple of times. And right. uh, he is one of my very, very, very best friends. And he bestowed upon me the honor of being his best man. And so uh, if you all remember recently, I took a trip to the UK and Dublin for his uh, bachelor party, a.k.a. Stag Do over in the UK. And uh, this past Monday was his actual wedding. So I was there doing the whole best man thing, delivered uh, a speech he thankfully ended up really loving. I was, of course, pretty nervous because, you know, having to deliver the best man speech is a lot of pressure. But I was able to do it. And uh, apparently I did it pretty well. He was very happy with it. And uh, we just made sure he had an awesome day, period. And he is so happy. Uh, his, his wife's name is Shannon, and they are just each other's people. Uh, they are so happy. I couldn't be happier for them. They're leaving pretty soon for their honeymoon in Thailand. Uh, yeah. So uh, basically, uh, if you're watching this, Aaron, you know I love you, man. And happy wedding again. <clears throat> I love you so much. And thank you again for giving me the honor of being your best man. And I'm, I'm now Watch home. out for Sagat. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will always have the Thailand. Oh, Thailand. <laughs> tiger, 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 uppercut. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, but seriously, I had an amazing time. And uh, un unfortunately, I may have brought something back from the UK. I hope not. The reason I'm not hosting today, I, I was going to step back into the host seat today. 
but I feel like crap. So if I don't look like I feel well, it's because I don't feel well. And so I asked Steve, I was like, do you mind hosting again? He goes, I don't feel great. And it's either I'm hoping it's just a lot of jet lag. Uh, I took Thursday off from my day job just to recover, but I'm actually hours of flying, right? <laughs> yeah, so it was it was a 20 hour travel day. I had to go from the UK to Copenhagen to Chicago to LA, so three flights, Ooh. two layovers over 20 hours, and uh, so I'm hoping yeah, that was a I'm lot just... of time to play Xenoblade on your Switch. <laughs> See, I was gonna, but then I'm at I'm at Kevis Castle, and people keep telling me the stuff that's about to happen is like earth shatteringly amazing, and I don't. I don't want to play on the small screen on a loud ass flight with my headphones. I can, I can barely hear anything. Fair enough. That's not the best way to play a game like that, you know? So uh, I, I just play some Calabunga collection instead and some other stuff. But um, yeah, so I'm hoping I'm just severely jet lagged, but I'm actually feeling worse today than I was yesterday. So I'm like a little worried. Maybe I caught something. I hope not. Uh, but I will say uh, as, as a quick, a quick anecdote, I, I sat next, and I tweeted about this. I sat next to the grossest woman on my second flight. Oh, no. Flight. Of course, <laughs> oh. it was the longest one, too. So this, this, of is, course. A, this is a nine-hour flight, right? So I get my seat. She's already there. I get my seat. And, then, you know, we just say our hellos, whatever. Everything's fine. And then about five minutes in, we haven't even taken off yet. About five minutes, she sneezes into her hand, right into her hand. And it's, like, really just – it's one of those gooey, nasty <sighs> – snotty sneezes right so she sneezes into her hand but then she didn't have anything to like she had no nap or anything so she just didn't wipe it on anything and she picked her phone right back up and just kept scrolling and i'm like well that's really gross but then it gets worse oh, or no. better, depending on how you look at it uh so about five minutes later she puts down her phone and she just runs her hand through her hair just oh. and i'm just like i was trying not to stare but i was so horrified i'm like you are gross. I didn't say that, of course, <laughs> but I'm like, who does that? She is, so her hair is just snotty oh. hair. I just, I don't even know. So I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be the longest nine hour flight of my life because I, I hope she doesn't tap me in the shoulder for any reason. I'm like, please let her not touch me. Thankfully, she didn't. But ugh, it was so gross, <laughs> and it was, uh, it, it was a pretty full flight. So I didn't feel like I felt like if I requested a new seat, there was a good chance I was gonna get a middle seat. And the one thing was I had an aisle seat at least, so I didn't want to have to move from an aisle to a middle seat. So I didn't request a newest seat. Maybe I should have, but yeah, I don't know. She, nah. But I was I was double masked mm. the whole time. I've never been so thankful to be double masked. Uh, and I stayed double masked the whole flight. So I, I, I always try to get a window seat so I can lean away from whoever I'm sitting yeah. next to. I, I used to like window seats, and I still don't mind them, but I've actually started really enjoying aisle seats, if only because... I can get up and go to the bathroom easily. That's I fair. Hate That's how I feel. People about it. like I've been mean, crawling over in order to go get, go to the bathroom. I just yeah. like I I find myself just holding it. <laughs> yeah, yep, I, 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 I definitely like do to that. Be able to get up easily. That's kind of I feel the same way. I'm I'm worried because I'm planning a trip to Japan next year, and I'm like I need to be strategic about where I sit on that plane because uh -huh. there's no way <laughs> I'm going to be able to hold it for like 12 hours. <laughs> I I need yeah, to I make sure I'm able to get in and out. I was looking. Did you know that Those a flights first, tend to be pretty big, though? A first class ticket to Japan is like twenty thousand dollars right now. Ridiculous! I, I looked it up because I was yeah. thinking. I was thinking if high? I'm. I was like, the one time I'd want to be first class is when I'm traveling for like an insane amount of time. I was like, get the coziest seat, you know. Twenty grand though. Yeah. 
goddamn like That's it is ridiculous and, and this is for like i was booking all the way out to like october of 2023 because i was hoping to get like the cheapest possible flight yeah i mean but... flight prices in general man i mean like i my flight to the uk was 1200 bucks that would never have been the case before you know the pandemic and everything and like even uh you guys know i went to see my uh my sister-in-law's graduation in new orleans several months ago that flight was like 900 bucks and it's domestic and i bought it like a month and a half out yep it's so ridiculous how like what flight prices are like uh these days and by the way i do want to address what both joe n and jamie ict said in our youtube chat uk and dublin i definitely was not suggesting that ireland oh. is part of the uk i am very oh. very well aware they are separate i went to the uk and dublin for the stag do yeah absolutely mm-hmm. anyway yeah. just to be clear i didn't buy that damn ticket <laughs> i've I, I backed <laughs> yeah. out really fast. if you have 20k I, I'm, I'm getting a loan from you dude <laughs> yeah i was about to say I, I might need to buy like a i don't know i don't even have 20k worth of assets i don't think but anyway um so derek uh I, obviously, you didn't you didn't go globe trotting this last week since the last episode of GVG Cast. But what uh, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? Uh, not too much. I've st- slowly been working on Zeno. I'm still in chapter three, so very much before where Ash is, uh, and just trying to enjoy uh, play what I can. I have I, I have started on my own personal streaming channel. Uh, I've uh, playing Shimagami Tensei four, and I. It's very interesting returning to that because when I first played it years ago when it first came out, it was kind of my first SMT game after experiencing Persona, I think it was four. I was like, oh, I've heard good things about this. I'll check it out. And I bought it, played it and died in the tutorial. I'm like, well, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I go back to it for this. And I just like just that little bit of extra experience that I've gotten from the other games in the series at this point. I mean, I died once because of stupid, stupid stuff. But actually, I didn't I didn't game over. I lost. I had characters die, but I didn't lose any battles. I'm like, oh, cool. This is what experience gets you. And having know what to do is like, I was, I I always had this idea in my head. This game was so super hard, but apparently at least so far, it's not that bad. Not as bad as I remember. Cause I was, Oh, go ahead. I I was just, I was scoffing when I was doing the research for the retrospective when the, the developers were saying, we tried to make this game easier for newcomers. And I'm like, you failed. Oh Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, that's what encouraged me to pick it up. I had a friend at the time who was like, oh, are you into hard video games? And I was like, eh, kind of. And they suggested SMT4. So I got it at launch. And I was like, and, and I read the same thing that they tried to make it easier. And I was like, if this is easy, what the hell were the previous games? <laughs> like, right? Yeah. It must have been unplayable. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I, I think SMT4 is an excellent game. I, I, I've heard that. I heard it has the best story of any of the smt games That's yeah what i've always um, understood because the, the others uh, are more character and like philosophy based mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i did um I, I did the art book for udon back when i worked at udon as their senior ooh. editor i did the shin megami tensei 4 art book so of course i got the story through that and it's a really good story i didn't play the games nice. but i got the story through the art book and i really yeah, I, I i'm just activated. going through naturally i'm not going to try to shoot for any kind of ending i'm just going to pick my choices and see mm-hmm. where i end up not really worry about it. Although, as uh, doing the art book, can you find out why they decided to take away Angel's pants? <laughs> because every other artwork before this point, yeah. she uh, kind of had pants, and they they, they seem to have disappeared. So I'm kind of curious why they took them away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, um, oh, go ahead. I was gonna, oh, one thing I was going to mention, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I've been doing the thing again. I've been laughing. I have healed oh, enough from my accident Congrats. that I can, I can laugh again. So I'm, it's still a little painful if I like sneeze or something or if I hiccup, but I'm at least back to the point now where I can laugh again. So I can Boy. be on the post show again. Yeah. All the, That's, all the things yeah. Ash took and, for and granted it, sitting and laughing. Know, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and if we're talking injuries, I no longer need a uh, band aid on my finger. Nice. So there's the, post damaged of me uh, cutting it on the mandolin there you can see a few layers of skin on there but it's it's healing back up and still a little tender but i don't have to worry too much about it so it is, it is a weird that. situation where i'm the only one that isn't injured i feel i feel like you guys stole my bad karma seriously um as for me and and i noticed that i've i've have not been ignoring the youtube chat uh i've had a, i've seen a few questions about street fighter 6 i played the mm -hmm. beta pretty much all weekend Nice. I, I hopped into, I probably played maybe one or 200 matches. Like I, I played it a lot. Um, and, and oh I God. am pleased to report that Street Fighter six is really damn good. In fact, yeah, I captured probably a few hours of footage. Uh, and I do plan on making a video around my experience with the beta. Uh, there's some good and some bad, uh, but mechanically speaking, I think it's one of the stronger entries in the franchise. I think that Capcom is really on the right track with this. Um, I'm not going to go deep into it, but I've spent a lot of time with that. Um, more recently, I've been playing God of War 2018 because Ragnarok is around the corner. So I really want to get a yep. refresher on God of War. Um, I'm beat that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a really good game, um, but I'm kind of looking at it more critically this time around, um, trying to kind of poke holes in it. Uh, just because, I mean, how do you, you know, back in 2018, everybody said it was like a perfect game. And, and mm. by 2018 standards, it very well may have been. Uh, but four years have passed since then. And there's a lot of stuff you can see, like obvious things like masking load times and stuff. And I wonder if Ragnarok will lean on some of the, you know, typical Sony load time hiding techniques, like boosting characters over walls and sliding through cracks uh -huh. and fissures. I, I wonder if, if it was exclusive to the PS5, I'd say no. But with it's also being on the PS4, I'm curious to just keep it, but make it faster. Exactly. That's what I'm yeah. curious about. Uh, I, so. It's weird. Like I love what I've seen in the trailers of, of Ragnarok, and I like I, I definitely have interest in playing it. But I have tried and failed to play 2018 uh, like three or four times now, and every time I start it, I get a few hours in and I just lose interest, even though I know it's a, a great game. There's just something about it that isn't quite grabbing me, and I don't know what it is. I'm sure it's me. It's not the game. I'm sure it's me, but I don't know. I I'm just I can't stick with it and I've tried multiple times now and I've been playing it on PS5 as well the most recent time so playing it at 60 FPS and it's still just I can tell it's a great game but it just isn't sticking with me I don't yeah. know sometimes it just happens with certain games yeah but yeah. uh Steve I could not agree with you more about Street Fighter 6 man I didn't get to play the whole weekend because of course I left that Saturday for the UK but I got to play on Friday and dude I can't. I was already excited about this game. I'm even more excited <sighs> about it now. Oh my god! I can't wait for this game. It's yeah. so good. It's so I, it is good. incredible. I think Kimberly is lives up to the hype. She's a really she good, does. really complex, really technical character. Um, I I like Ryu a lot more after having seen him in motion. Like his design clicked for me after playing as him in the beta. Which no surprise, he was my main through the whole thing. <laughs> um. <laughs> And uh, I, I think all the characters, you know, turned out really good. I, I didn't yeah. fully grasp them technically. There's even one mechanic that I couldn't quite figure out because the tutorials 
didn't explain everything. Like, there's a weird dash mechanic you could do. But anyway, I will break that down in a video probably next week on the channel. I have, like, hours of footage to comb through. to. So I'll give you guys my thoughts on, on that. I don't want to take up more of the show than I already have with it. But, yeah, God of War, Street Fighter Six. I've lived on my PlayStation, essentially. Um, maybe I'll dust off the Switch at some point and play something on it. <laughs> nice. uh, certainly before next May. Uh, I... Anyway. Oh, go ahead, please. Oh, I was I was going to say, I can't... Uh, when I'm not playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3, I'm thinking about playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yeah. And <laughs> I just... I'm, at, I'm in the middle of Chapter 4, maybe toward the end of Chapter 4, I don't know. But I I just want to... It's funny, I want to talk about it, but I can't. I'm obviously not going to spoil anybody here. But uh, John, just uh, John, Brandon, and Daniel just recorded a spoiler discussion about Xenoblade 3 uh, this morning. And I almost made the mistake of clicking on the live audience you and your chat spoilers, to see dude. how it was going. And then I I remembered at the last second, like, oh, wait, I can't check on how it's going because there are going to be spoilers everywhere. I'm so glad I stopped myself. But, uh, yeah, as I said, I am at Kevis Castle, and uh, I have been told by multiple people, including our very own patron and good friend Adam O'Sullivan, who I got to see while I was in the U.K. That was awesome. We got to meet up really quickly. Nice. Uh, that, I'm, that I'm just on the cusp of some incredible happenings and cutscenes, And so... Yeah, it's, I'm still right smack dab in the middle of the game, but I just I desperately want to see where the story goes. I am uh, heading to. I, I I'm aware of certain things because Amy's farther than me, and I've joined her for a few of her streams. I'm gonna, uh, you know, so I, I know a bit more than I've actually played. But as far as what I'm doing is, I'm gonna be working on Teach's uh, hero quest soon. So that's no. how far behind I am. Okay, yeah, you got, you got a little ways to go. A little yeah. ways. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm at about the same place you are, Ash. Um, okay. Cool. I put the game down for several weeks at this point, but uh, I yeah, I, I need to finish it, but other stuff is pulling me in different directions right now. So hopefully gotcha, gotcha. before the end of the year. All right. Yeah. Before we get too much further into the show, I do want to read out some of these super chats that I mentioned like 25 minutes ago. <laughs> but <laughs> um, So thank you guys so much for being patient with that. Um, our first super chat of the show comes from Aramis Baramis with an extremely generous $50 as thank is you. his usual. Uh, thank you so much. Aramis writes, hey, GVG crew, have a great cast. And if I can use this spot to say something, Monday is my birthday. That's all. Yo, happy awesome. birthday. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Or happy yeah, almost that is birthday. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm I hope you have you a great spend... birthday. I hope you yeah. play a ton of games, eat good food, get to chill out. Uh, you know, have any and all of those. <laughs> yes. I hope you can take the day off and really enjoy the day. But happy birthday all the same. And thanks for letting us know. And. As always, thank you for the incredibly generous donation. Yeah, thank Absolutely. you. Uh, the second custom that we see on every episode of GBG Cast is uh, <laughs> Jaden Buck with their $10 super chat. Says, uh, crazy question Fridays, crazy question number 54. If there's a time capsule built for in case the human race is ever extinct, what would you want to put in there for future life forms to remember us by? A Super Nintendo and a copy of Chrono Trigger, baby. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. And a CRT television. And um, a CRT. <laughs> I would, I, man, that's like a heavy question for me. It is, right? Um, if I'm being, if I'm being honest, like games are important to me and I would love to, to encapsulate something like that. I would probably put a switch in there to be honest. Cause it's like a self-contained gaming system. It doesn't sure, need sure. anything extra. Um, that's tough. Yeah. That, but if you, if you want to encapsulate fun. humanity, I'd probably throw a phone in there. I hate I hate that that's the thing that kind of <laughs> defines our current era. But everyone has a phone. It's like a device that everyone. It's like our version of the Focus. I I pick a book, but I'm not sure which book. Maybe maybe I I'd, I'd pick like a 
coffee like and just so so the the people of the future can know how the the, the wonder of coffee and be able to grow it in the future so you know what to go without it just to confuse the hell out of them but also kind of wrap up humanity anyway hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy there's my book there you go mm. nice I like shiny that. turkey in our live audience chat says 50 shades of gray oh, oh no oh, oh no twilight a copy of twilight these, these people were horny and weird <laughs> all right I mean, to be fair just download all of Twitter's data and put it on a yeah. thumb drive and throw it in there. I, I can't believe we're already up to 54 crazy questions. How did that happen? Where does yeah. the time go, man? That is that is crazy. Um, yeah. Thank you, though, Jaden. I, I really appreciate the crazy questions. That, that was a really good one, like a really yeah. thought-provoking one. Yeah, it was. Um, following that up, we had BCQ with $5 says, Y'all watching any anime recently? I've watched a bunch lately, but the most significant was episode one of Chainsaw Man. Great nice. so far. Uh, I did watch episode one of Chainsaw Man. I thought it was fantastic. It's it's pretty darn true to the manga. It's every bit as gory and gross as the manga, which I was surprised by. Mm -hmm. um, and I also watched episode one of Bleach, uh, oh. the, the new oh, the Thousand new Year stuff. Blood War arc on Hulu. And mm -hmm. it's all right. Like it's I mean it's bleach. It's you get yeah, what right. you get. <laughs> yeah, the right. animation is superb. Like very high quality animation. Props to the studio that's working on it. But the source material is bleach. So <laughs> at the end of the day, and right. if you love bleach, that's great. If you don't love bleach, it's not going to change your mind. I think is the, it, the key thing here. Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. But yeah, um, that's that's been my anime intake. What about you guys? I have not been able to watch. I watch much else. The, the I recently, recently, I've been watching anime with Amy each night. We watch one episode a night, but we've been working through Sailor Moon. <laughs> That's what mainly w nice. what we've been watching. Nice. And at at the end of each season, we'll swap to a, another uh, show and watch that for a bit. And last one we watched is Keep Your Hands Off the Izoken, which, if you're into animation and curious about the process of an, uh, animating um, anime. It is a fascinating show yeah. and really do recommend. Uh, it is a great, uh, we both really enjoyed that one. It's just a nice, nice. quick 12 episode series. Uh, but we're back into um, Sailor Moon. We're in season four now. So uh, Supers. I always thought it was Super S, but apparently it's Supers. I know. Oh, really? Is, I thought it was Super S. Too. I thought it was Super S too. Yeah. yeah the essence for Sailor Moon S is, stands for Super. <laughs> so go figure. Um, after that, we're probably going to watch season two of uh, Spy Family because we both uh, nice. enjoy that as well. Uh, I sent Ash that opening video for uh, the new Ursa uh, anime, which just makes him like yearn God. for drama in that style. Oh, that was yes. such a cool opening, and it, it just, mm. it's so great to see such a classic anime character brought back to life in, in a modern format like that. And yeah, as you said, Derek, it just made me want Ranma. Just why oh, yeah. can't they give Ranma a reboot if they can do it for Urusei Yasura? Which and is I think uh, an objectively inferior one anime. Too, right? <laughs> uh, I know, right? And isn't Maison Ikoku also getting a one? Yep. Getting one too? Maison oh, Ikoku. Why? What? Inuyasha hey, don't get already got a The other got reboots. They're building up to Ranma, saving best for the last. God, I, I hope, hope so, man. So. I, that I, would, I, uh, yeah. I, that would light the world on fire. Like I a have, Ranma yeah. reboot would do so insanely well with our age group. 
I have uh, had multiple uh, dreams throughout the years that Ranma got a reboot, that Rumiko Takahashi announced a Ronda one half sequel and every time i wake up from those dreams i'm like i hate hey be sure sure it would be nice to actually get a conclusion to that story instead of yes. just like, and your adventures continue it would right um, yeah i uh. i uh i i would like to watch chainsaw man because i've heard nothing but good things about it but it's also like i don't know where to watch it because it is so violent i can't watch it in front of kai amy certainly doesn't want to see that i i don't really know when i'd watch it <laughs> You right. gotta just watch it on your phone, man. Just just Pretty pull much. up somewhere. <laughs> That's much, what I much used to do. my much to my great regret. I I have so much anime I want to watch, but that I just have not had time to watch. But my my answer is actually weirdly similar to yours, Derek. Um, the the one anime that I have watched recently was the Sailor Moon Eternal movie, which is the oh, wow. de facto fourth season of Sailor Moon Crystal. It, it basically right. stands in as the four seasons of Sailor Moon Crystal. And so my wife and I did watch that. Um, and I did was watch the first good? two episodes. Of, uh, it was it was good, but it was a little bit slow because it's uh, it's spread across two movies. So mm -hmm. it feels like the pacing's a bit slow, but there's also a lot that happens in season four. So, you know, I can see why. We're, we're still early in. We just got introduced yeah. to, um, oh, I'm blanking on it, Diana. Oh, okay, okay. Nice. Just to try to keep it spoiler free for yeah. those who care. Oh, yeah, there, there's a lot that happens in season four, so I get why they had to split it across two movies. But it does make at least the first part feel like it's a bit slow at times. But the animation, as is typical for for Sailor Moon Crystal, is beautiful. Oh, so and, the animation's uh, improved after the first season. That's good to know. Because I oh least, man, I've I only bounced the off of the first of season because of that. So oh I, really? I thought definitely. it looked great. Personally, I thought it did. But... Uh, there were some bits in there that doesn't look so good. Oh, okay. But we're, we're going to be watching that, too. It's just like mm -hmm. we're going to get through all of the classics, and then I'm going to show her yeah, Crystal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only other thing I've watched recently is the first two episodes of Cyberpunk Edgerunners, which was great. Oh, God, that uh, episode is so it. good. Yeah, I really like what I saw of it so far. I keep hearing episode six is, is just insane. Uh, so I just need to get Ooh, around edge, to watching the rest of Edge it. Runners is a ride, man. I binged yeah. it in the first day. I watched yeah. all oh, of the it. whole day, man. Nice. <laughs> I was like, I was like, there's no way I'm letting this get spoiled for me. And I'm glad I did because oh, that anime nice. goes hard. Uh, but you, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to ask, but you also you uh, watched the most or the recent Dragon Ball Z movie. And you hated it, right, Steve? Dragon Ball Super Superhero is hot trash. And I will take no <laughs> arguments to the contrary. I enjoyed it. And you oh, are wrong. No. <laughs> Gohan have, Blanco can get on out of here. The, the transformations are no iffy, opinion. but the rest of it is really good. The main mm -hmm. villain is also iffy, and by iffy I mean shitty. <laughs> okay, that is, I will I will raise you that that wasn't the main villain. It was an obstacle, but it wasn't the main villain. The main no, villain was um, uh, what is his name? Scar Scarlet. Uh, the sun. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh. Garo's yeah. son. Magenta. Magenta. Magenta, okay. Oh, was that his Mag name? I don't Yeah. I watched I watched it subbed, so I have no idea. Uh his what name if... was like some play on the word vomit in, in Japan. Which oh, made fun. sense because that movie made me want to puke. No, it wasn't a, a take on Magenta's <laughs> a color dude. Or no no no, hold on. Are we talking about the red ribbon guy or the yeah. or Dr. Garrow's kid? Dr. Gear, uh, no, the Red Ribbon guy. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. Yeah, Magenta, Magenta makes sense. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Okay. He was the true yeah. villain. The the Dr. Garrow's kid is named Dr. Hedo, which is yeah. just another short shorthand for vomiting. So is Garrow. Oh, God. I and then his wife's else. name I was, was like, why would Dr. Vomi. 
I heard, I thought you said Dr. Pedo. I'm like, why no, would no, they call Hedo. anybody that? Jesus. <laughs> Dr. Pedo. Wow. No, that would Charles Martinet. Charles Martinet story. was the true villain of Dragon Ball Super superhero. That's fair. He's the one who played I, Magenta. I, he was fantastic. I just think that yeah, there's a whole conversation I could go into on that. But thank you, Rec, for the uh, uh, for Pedo. for the super chat. We went deep on anime. <laughs> we went into the paint on that anime question. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um. Oh, so I'll, I'll bang out a few more of these, and then we'll talk about some news because I know at least one story has been getting requested over and over again in the chat already. Uh, mm. Wolvervale or Wolver Ale. I always want to say Wolvervale. Uh, with tw- with a two dollar super chat says favorite childhood and modern game soundtracks. Chrono Trigger and Chrono Trigger. I mean, there you go. I mean, this is such a huge question. I could talk about my favorite video game soundtracks literally forever. Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, Mega Man, most everything, Okami. I could go on and on and on. Xenoblade Chronicles, all three of them. I haven't played X. PSO. I'm I'm just going to echo those guys because, yeah, there's so many good ones. Sonic everything. Yeah. There's there's so many good ones that it would be hard for me to pick one. But if I had to say modern PSO, which is still kind of old, childhood chrono trigger without a doubt yeah chrono, chrono trigger is still my favorite soundtrack of all time that oh, and chrono cross as well chrono cross is also one of my favorites yeah for sure um all right i'm gonna read three more and then we'll get to some news uh adam o'sullivan with four pounds 49 pence says hey first time i've made it to a live show in a while man just hey. stay awake until 1 a.m today well oh my god thank you i'm glad you got brought up then at the top of the show and i hope that if you're still yeah. awake and with us that you're enjoying the show so far uh thanks so much yeah, Adam. Um, and once again, it yeah. was a pleasure getting to meet you in person while I was in Birmingham, man. Very yeah, cool. yeah. I, I want to meet him. I'm going to go yeah. out there one of these days. I also well, he said he might come out for E3 he... next year. He said he might. Oh, so. there we go. E3 That's meetup. Exciting. International. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Bongo Lover with a Canadian $5 super chat says, if I was in your position, Ash, I'd just dump a gallon of Danimals on him. Also, how <laughs> we feeling about Frontiers? It looks fun. I hope a Bongo DLC makes it in. It's hard I, to believe that that's not a zero possibility. I know, right? It actually <laughs> it's getting that Monster Hunter DLC, so... Yeah. There we go. You never uh, know. Bongo's somehow be being smothered in Danimals <laughs> would be less gross than what than that woman who ran her he, snot through her hair. He, hearing um, John's take on Frontiers makes me very excited to try it out for myself. I saw the recent trailer going over the moveset of Sonic... And it looks pretty decent. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Please be good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I got. Frontiers really is so. going to be solid. Uh, I, I, it feels I, like it is. It feels like it's going to be be good. I'm surprised that we don't have... Uh, that that we that a, a Sonic game with a skill tree could be good. <laughs> but... Yeah. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm here for it. we're getting that prequel comic. Yeah. That's right. And that's, that, that, and that's we're getting a prequel comic, I'm, which, hey, I'm I, down for. And the I prequel animation I'm, separately most curious about the switch version now like mm-hmm. i will i mean doing an open world sonic game in itself seems kind of risky uh getting it running on switch seems I, i'm not hopeful on the switch version yeah. i'll be honest i'm, yeah. I'm getting this on ps5 Definitely. <laughs> this, is, this if it weren't for journalistic curiosity i would pick it up on ps5 but i feel like i want to play it on switch just because that's the version that's going to be the worst one like, and I want to know uh-huh. what Sonic Frontiers looks like at its worst, uh, because the Switch footage right. I have seen has actually been good. So who I knows, maybe, mind... maybe Sega could pull it out. Maybe. I wouldn't mind playing it on Switch after I've, I've at least experienced it for the first time on PS5 or Series X. But like, I, I want my first experience playing that game to be on the best possible That's or at fair. least near the best possible hardware. Right. You know, so I, I don't mind, but I, I would definitely want to compare and contrast after I experience it 
on PS5 or whatever, then I'd want to go back and play it on Switch and see. Sure, fair enough. Yeah. I agree with that. All right, last one for a little bit. Uh, Cutie Caitlin with $5 uh, says, this ain't $20,000, but hopefully you get a good seat. <laughs> well, thank you, Cutie Caitlin. Thank you, Caitlin, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll find out, but... Uh, yeah, I, I still got to plan that trip. I'm going to wait till Black Friday and see if maybe there's some kind of deal out there. Because mm-hmm. uh, I would like to travel that far in relative comfort. Anyway, <laughs> uh, with those Super Chats out of the way, let's talk a little bit about the week's gaming news. And I, I know we got to start with this one. It's in the thumbnail. And people are have been blown up in the chat about it. Uh, so we got introduced to a new gym leader. Uh, I believe her name is Iono or Iono. I, I- I own it. I know. I know. <laughs> it's yeah, literally know. a play on. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, she is an it. influencer, and she's got a Pokemon named Belly Bolt. And I apparently the Pokemon community is quite divided on this topic. Um, I've only seen stills. I haven't seen uh, the actual trailer yet. Uh, Derek, why don't you uh, take us through? What What are your thoughts on this uh, reveal that we got this week? The Pokemon itself uh, is cute it's another frog pokemon i like the um design of it i like i like the fake out of it because the things that look like eyes on the side of his head are not actually eyes it's the little dots that look like its nose those are those are its eyes so oh. it's actually extremely derpy looking mm-hmm. in uh in animation it's just it's, it's squishy i don't know it, it's kind of it's kind of cute i it's it's one of those things like uh, everybody's like, this thing's ugly as sin, but I also love it. So are we looking the at the same Pokemon? There's nothing ugly about Belly Bolt. I love this thing. Well, the, I'm just saying the Twitter reaction. It's like no, no, yes, a gremlin type yeah. thing. It's just a weirdo, but I still love it. Um, <clears throat> as far as far as I, I know, I, I know people were probably kind of put off by the influencer stuff, but they nailed it. <laughs> they nailed how the influencer aspect works. And really what it comes down to me is, yeah, it's cool that she's the... Uh, electric type gym leader but give the game voice acting to have this kind of personality this kind of animation this uh, all this put it in the game that's what i want i agree it it, it feels like it's past time for the games to have voice acting it really oh my god it's just amazing how much personality she throws into this uh having it it being all japanese va whatever i don't care it's still good do it (laughs) You have yeah. the budget. Do yeah. it. I'm I, I'm watching this right now, and I got to say, I, I like her. I think she's cool. I do, too. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the Pokemon community. I don't know why the, everything is so divisive. I don't know. I mean, I'm a casual Pokemon fan. I get it. I'm not super hardcore, but I love her design, and I love its design. I think both Iono and Bellabolt are great, and I continue to feel like I've, I've been saying in the past, which is, all these new Pokemon and Gen Leader designs are pulling me back in a way that I haven't felt good about since Gen 6. I, I dropped out partway through Gen 7, didn't feel the bo- need to bother with Gen 8, but I want to play Gen 9. I'm loving the designs, you guys. There's some fun Pokemon in here. I the really world like seems it. interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm uh, fully sold yet. Yeah, the thing is, it looks good, but I also have limited cash and there's a lot of games coming out. So it's like, uh, what do I choose? And I'm still playing through Zeno, so it's like right. one of those things. Like, what am I gonna do? Um, I don't know. It's I, I what I'm seeing looks good. I, yeah. I'm liking it. I mean, Sonic Frontiers is still my my much higher priority. Don't get me wrong, but this is the most excited I've been for a Pokemon game since Gen Six by far, and I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking. It's... So, so 
just to be clear, because I can't listen to the trailer, I, I could just watch it. Is there voice acting in the trailer at all, or is it just? Yeah, she she talks the yeah. entire time. Oh, I mean, in Japanese. I think that's fine. Like, I mean, I agree. She she seems extremely expressive, and it uh, it seems clear to me at least this this isn't in game footage. <laughs> like, this is way too good looking. Yeah. For it to oh be. no, it's definitely not in game footage. Yeah, but I mean, like I like the character. I like the Pokemon. I don't see an issue with this. I you know, under, yeah. gym leaders have traditionally been like out there and weird, right? Like, oh yeah, definitely. it's not like yeah, you know, we have a long history of these completely straight laced, super serious gym leaders and then this this person comes they, out of you nowhere. have the weirdos you have and you have the more traditional like well not traditional but typical ones but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i i think she's right in there in the long line of weirdo gym trainers and i she you know yeah she is not out of line whatsoever well and i mean like it or not influencers are a thing whether you like them or not they are a thing and pokemon has long kind of reflected real life trends so i don't really see why this is an issue i personally i think it's fun She's got a cool design. I I don't know. I, I like it. I like her. I think Bella Bolt's great. I yeah. I'm I'm here for it. Everything they've shown so far of Gen mm-hmm. Nine continues to make me very happy as kind of a lapsed Pokemon fan. Yeah, I I think that Gen Nine looks really cool. I think that this is this is a really cool uh, design for a character. I like that she has Magnemites in her hair, like custom colored Magnemites. I think that's a really cool cool twist yeah. that they mm-hmm. put on a gym leader like incorporating actual pokemon into her design i i don't know i like it um i'm you know the more i see of of the new pokemon games the more excited i become to play them uh this is definitely going to be my holiday like go-to game you know when i actually have time to sit down and dig deep into something i'm gonna play the hell out of this yeah you know it's a weird thought pokemon legends came out this year i know right right how did that even (laughs) How, how is that the same year? How did that? Yeah, that's weird right. to think. Yeah. yeah. It's also, yeah, it, it's it's bizarre. It's, yeah, I don't even know how that's possible. It's also weird to think that Shredder's Revenge came out this year. This year's been weird, man. I don't know. The the past yeah. time this year just feels felt like a long year. Yeah. It's been a stacked year for sure. But yeah, yeah I think I think this is really cool. I, I like uh, the new Pokemon. I, I like this new influencer style trainer. I mean, we're YouTubers. <laughs> like if, if I lived in the world of Pokemon, I, mean, I might be someone like that. I, I uh-huh. see that. I'm like, man, she, that is so true to life. It feels like, it yeah. feels like they nailed her. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think Vedron in the live audience chat was saying that, that it reminds them of a Japanese VTuber. And I have to agree. It's got some yeah. VTuber vibes yeah, to it. Definitely has a bit of that. And yeah. uh sleepy Esper in our YouTube chat said, some folks are saying that uh, I don't know, may have been designed by Mega Man mangaka Hitoshi Arika, which given Ar- Arika's art style, I could definitely see that being the case. Who I don't know if it actually is, but that would be cool. If so hmm. I love his art. Oh yeah, for sure. Very cool. All right, so so from one one franchise I know a little bit about to one I know almost nothing about. Uh, I'm going to look at the two of you and and lean on the power of friendship for this one. But as I nice. understand it, a uh, an animatic for Kingdom Hearts has been released, and I'm looking at that right now myself. That I've got that on my screen, and what am I looking at? It's. I'll be honest. It's it's rough, but it's also so much better than i ever would have imagined that's exactly how i feel about it i mean animatic art in general tends to be rough so that's not that surprising but it, it i mean you some of the some of the faces and some of the expressions you get in this animatic are hilariously bad and cursed oh the um, riku especially riku especially yeah particularly just yeah ridiculous ones 
But you know, I like you, Derek. I am I. I would not have thought that a Western animation take on Kingdom Hearts would turn out to be any sort of thing I would ever want to see, or that they would get right. But I'm I was proven wrong by this animatic. I would have been happy to see at least what they're showing here. I would have been happy to see this turned into a full show because it is shocking just how true to the the how authentic to the vibe and overall canon of kingdom hearts this animatic is it it does take some creative liberties from kingdom hearts one it's not just the game retold uh but it it does keep that kingdom hearts vibe to it and it's it seems like this could have been something really cool if it had ever been made and there was definitely some fun parts in there like uh goofy having more of a fatherly vibe to 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 Sora giving him like this advice is like, you know, Hey, you know, the King saw something in you. So there's definitely something in there you, with you. You just got to believe in yourself. That sort of thing we've seen before. It's just nice to hear it from goofy and bill farmer acting his butt off. And yeah. Um, they have this whole bit where Kyrie kicks a heartless. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that said, the animatic has been taken down at this point and not because of anything else. Uh, it, it's not like it's been claimed or anything or Disney and anything like that. Um, uh, but the uh, Seth Kearsley, who was the one who um, I think was trying to work on this uh, director and producer, he was director and producer of it. Oh, okay. Um, he uh, has taken the, the animatic down due to request by an old friend at Disney. So uh, that is, uh... it is no longer up. But it's, I guarantee you can find it. <laughs> it's not hard to find. Oh, no, yeah, I, I, I watched it on this quick. I yeah. watched it on Twitter just now. Mm, yeah. I mean, maybe it wasn't the whole thing. It was about two minutes. Is that the. Yeah, that's not the whole thing. There's definitely. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I had, I had like seen 11 minutes, minutes of it. It, it looks interesting. I mean, I could, I would have liked a Kingdom Hearts show. It looks like they were trying to lean, based on what I, the limited portion that I viewed, it looked like they were trying to lean into more like the American. Uh, Disney art style for this, like you know the traditional one that you see in a lot of their f- animated films. I would I have been Sora curious. Riku to still see. look like it's a interesting. It's a not a bad blend where they have a kind of an American face, but the rest of it is straight up right. the design. Oh yeah, the designs yeah. are are faithful to the game, but it's like their facial features look like that traditional right. like Disney two D art style that we're all kind of used to seeing. Definitely. Uh, where I would say they, you know, those characters in Kingdom Hearts. You know, they look very Final Fantasy esque in the game. Very anime, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's some, it, like I said, it's some, something that I thought would have worked, but after seeing it, even with some of that sloppier animatic art, I'm like, you know what? Maybe this could have worked, and and it would have worked in a Western animated style, like Western cartoon style. And yeah, I I, I particularly uh, really like the dynamic between Sora and Riku. I really thought mm-hmm. that that was captured very well in the script of the animatic, and I'm just over here thinking about how surprised I am that I was like, yeah, this really seemed like it could have worked. And I kind of wish it had been made. Yeah. I was never heartbroken that it never got made. Cause I'm like, well, this would have just been a disaster. So yeah, I seeing it, it's like, you know what might've worked. I agree. Thinking of it, like it, it sounds like it'd be terrible. You, you your mind kind of flashes back to like street fighter and mortal Kombat cartoon <laughs> shows from when we were uh-huh. kids and you're like, Oh <laughs> yeah. God, like I yeah. don't want that to happen to kingdom hearts, but this looks significantly better than, than kind of the, late 90s drivel we got out of the american animation industry <laughs> yeah i, I would yeah. have been good to see this i didn't realize that the the seth kearsley person worked on uh eight crazy nights which was one of my favorite animated movies of the early 2000s like oh nice oh really yeah yeah oh. uh, an adam sandler animated movie back in 02 like when he was 
still considered to be somewhat good. Um, yeah, I, I would have been down to see this. I would have. I, it, I wonder how many more like lost pilots there are out there for things that we just don't know about. You know, oh, uh, I think sure last month we so had the much. Sailor Moon pilot, the American Sailor Moon. Oh, that was hideous. Yeah, that, that was, was actually factually hideous. Yeah. Amy has this, the theme song stuck in her head and every so often Sailor she'll Moon. sing it to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> like really, yeah. really bad. Um, and then they had them like sailing. Yeah. I, I could go on about that, but Oh yeah, I would have I would have been interested to see this. Um, let's see. I don't think we have a ton more to say on that. I want to ask you: Have have either of you picked up the Xenoblade DLC pass for Xenoblade Three? So, Not yet. I want to, but there's a bit of a problem. Both Amy and I are playing it, but we have different separate switches, and we don't. It's like I have to buy it twice if we both want to enjoy it. Yeah, and this is this is one of the only first party DLCs that's not in the expansion. Right, like, like in the Switch Online expansion pack, right? That would have been really nice, I gotta say, but no, yeah. it's not in there. Like, I was actually just talking about this with my wife yesterday. She asked if I was going to get the DLC, and I, I just, I think mainly it, it just kind of shakes out to what Wave Four ends up being like, what the new story is like, because well, I don't feel the need any... to pay for new hero quests and cosmetics. I'm like, Wave Two and Three don't really appeal to me all that much but wave four if it is as good as torna apparently was and never right but if it if it is on that scale and it's as good as torna i'll I'll spring for it for sure yeah Yeah, i i I wonder about that but if it's not then i'd maybe not it just really yeah the quality of that i I have a feeling it'll be up to, to the quality of torna and the thing is from everybody i've seen talking about this new dlc character um it's pretty fun it's, it's yeah. a pretty great character nice nice i i may check and there's it a lot out. of extra gameplay thanks to the challenge mode which apparently is pretty tri- uh pretty challenge pretty challenging um and uh get those get those ba- swimsuits for everybody <laughs> see uh, the, the thing that stands out to me the most though is i had no idea uh noah was rocking abs like that I was like holy crap dude <laughs> right noah's buff man uh yeah the, he is ripped <laughs> see the problem for me is that i wonder if they're gonna pull like an octo expansion and then just later on when sales have tapered off they're gonna be like oh hey if you've got switch online boom here's the dlc for free right and then i'm gonna be like i spent 30 bucks on this and i could have waited because i haven't even beat now- the game and I know I, I the thing is, I am at a point where I could naturally just slot it in and it would be no different. That's the thing. It's not like I'm missing out on anything. Right. I could just have it naturally be there, which just makes it really tempting. It's but true. It's the fact that I have to get it for myself and I have to get it for Amy because we're playing on two separate switches. Well, yeah, so that's already another 60 bucks. Yep. And that was the other part of it. Oh, go ahead, Steve. Oh, I was going to say that was the big part of it for me was, you know, I, I live in a three switch household. And so. When mm-hmm. Nintendo adds this DLC, even even for just one game that all three of us are playing, that mm-hmm. that pays for the whole thing for the year for me. Like Animal Crossing covered me for one year of you know the family plan, which is eighty bucks. Right. The... Yeah. Enough that your kids probably got their fill and they're done. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah I think you know I mean this is no secret to you guys I'm not a big fan of Xenoblade Battle Systems in general so the thought of paying for extra challenging content doesn't really appeal to me because I just don't really enjoy the game, the, the battle system itself that much, even though I do like it way more than twos. So for me, Xenoblade comes really down to just story. And I just don't know that hero quests alone are enough for me to spring for it. But if Way 4 comes correct with a Torna style, you know, separate story, I'm in for that for sure. Yeah. 
I, I agree with that. And, and I saw someone make the point that the expansion pass is more about multiplayer-focused games, but Octo Expansion is single-player DLC, and that's on, on there. So, that's true. That is. I mean, there's... And... Did they put Breath of the Wild's DLC in there? I can't remember. I mean, I no, I don't think so. No, they haven't. No, no. and they probably um, won't do it for Breath of the Wild too either. <laughs> it's funny, Steve. The uh, nope. the the problem you just described in terms of not knowing whether you want to buy it or not because they might just add it to the expansion pass is the same exact problem I'm having with the Switch OLED. I keep being so close, just springing for it and just wanting to get it, but I I just I'm, I fear that as soon as I do they're going to announce like the next iteration of the switch, like the 4k or something. And I just, or if not right away, maybe in a few months and then I'll just feel like it was wasted. I don't think, I I don't think so, so badly. Yeah. I, I So yeah. I was all aboard the switch pro train for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, I firmly believe now though, that that ship has just full on sailed. I think that mm -hmm. Nintendo, yeah. I, 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 to be clear, I believe it existed. I fully believe it I existed. Too, yeah. I think mm -hmm. Nintendo for whatever reason, didn't release it. And now Maybe it's supply been chain too thing. long. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think it was probably supply chain issues. And I yeah. think that they probably reevaluated how they would have to position that console in the market, especially in a post-Switch OLED world. Right. Uh, where now the, the Switch OLED is 350 So now you have a $400 Switch or even a $500 yeah. Switch. Like, then you're, mm -hmm. then you're up against the PS5, and people are really going to eyeball that hardware and be like, no, what true. am I getting yeah. for this much money? So I think Nintendo so has yeah. to introduce like a generational leap. Yeah. And they have to do it in such a way that they can basically slot it in at either the 349 or 399 price point that you know. Yeah. And, and I think that's the absolute highest you can go. Ideally, mm -hmm. Nintendo would mm -hmm. launch it at 300 bucks like they did with the original Switch. But I, I don't think a more advanced Switch is going to go there. I think Nintendo's going to mm. keep the Switch. Like, the OLED will drop down to 299 and whatever the next generation Switch will come in at 349 And the yeah. OG Switch will just be gone. Right. I think you're right. I, I, I'm getting closer and closer to just pulling the trigger for all the reasons you just stated. I agree with you. I think it, it is a little too little too late to introduce a Switch 4K, you know, but like a new iteration of the existing it, hardware or anything close to it. It would have to be a generational right. leap at this and, point and my one big hope for the generational le leap is that everything i bought on the switch carry mm. over yeah please oh. dear god yeah. whatever it is it needs to be a switch still like it needs yeah. to be yes. switch two or whatever but it needs to be fully backwards compatible no right. way i'm buying i think i have like 400 switch games between digital so, and physical not there's that many no way I'm that many but i have a ton yeah mm. And so it's just, yeah. I, there's no way I'm letting them hit the reboot button on the eShop again. <laughs> I will oh, rock it. Pissed. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah seriously. Not a, not totally a chance, agree. Nintendo. You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> not a chance. I will hack whatever that thing is if you try to get me to <laughs> buy Breath of the Wild for the 40th time. All right. Uh, let's see. I think that, that about covers the big news and, and us complaining. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier, is, is being discontinued, but I don't think but any of us kind have played of funny. it. Oof. That's no. just more like, oof, it, ba it barely lasted a year. Like, yikes. Well, that, yikes, that's stripes. the thing, is that I feel like it might have had a chance if they had it off of yeah. mobile. <laughs> I would have yeah. given mm -hmm. it a shot if it was on console. I forgot it was out. I, I heard yeah. it was shutting down. I was Me like, too. oh, that came out? And I downloaded it, and I still haven't played it. I, I put it on my phone. I was like, I'll get to it. <laughs> it, it is absolutely, and I mean, I know we've said this to death, but it's just, I, it bears repeating because it still blows my mind. It is absolutely bonkers that Ever Crisis is not at least announced for Switch. 
It is absolutely. Maybe they'll rethink that after the first soldier's performance. (laughs) Maybe. I hope so. I hope so. Because, I mean, that is definitely, Ever Crisis is the kind of mobile game that I am committed to, you know, casting to my TV and playing with a controller if I have to. Because it's Ever Crisis. I want to play that game so bad. I believe that uh, it's coming to Apple TV, which may be the way I end up playing it. So I can have, like, a pseudo console experience. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, but uh, Square's really having a hard time with their live service games in general. <laughs> I mean, there's the first soldier, Babylon's Fall, that died immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're, the, the live service model doesn't seem to work particularly well for them. No. no. Agreed. They, I think they're just desperately trying to break into it, and they don't know how. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we move on to our patron topics, which if you'd like to find out how you can submit a topic, head over to patreon.com slash gvgaming. Uh, where at I believe it's our producer tier and above. You can submit topics for each and every episode of GVG Cast. We'll randomly pick them, or rather pick them based on whether we think we have something cool to say. <laughs> um, but before we get to those, uh, I do have a few more super chats. For, uh, thank you guys for waiting while we chat about uh, potential Nintendo hardware and squares crashing and burning in the live service sector. Uh, our next one comes from Mirpat with a $2.00. Just says, hey, back from a long road trip. Three days both ways. Well, welcome back. I hope you had a great road trip. I hope you had a lot of fun. Uh, Road trips can be great if you're, you know, in the mood for that kind of thing. With Uh, with little kids, it can be a little difficult. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wreck BCQ with $2. Chapter 4 is amazing. I hype screamed so much. I'm like right at the end of Chapter 4. So maybe Ah. I'll finish that off tonight. I just (laughs) need to know what happens. Yeah, I'm going to try to finish that off tonight as well because... Everyone I've talked to keeps saying, just get ready. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm already so invested. And how could it get even crazier? I can't wait. Can't yeah, wait. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love Hugh, which is a name that I absolutely adore, with $5, says, yep. do you think there's an unspoken rule that some game, some genres are blocked from Game of the Year because of a focused approach like JRPGs, character, action, puzzle? Um, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say an unspoken rule, but I do think there's some bias Definitely. I would agree with that. But Yeah. Bias or just, you know, it, it's not the wide appealing games. It's rare that RPGs are super sellers in the same vein as, mm-hmm. you know, your God of Wars, your Horizons, your, your GTAs. GTAs. I, I think in the same way that people talk about Oscar bait in movies, that the same kind of mentality holds true for games. I think there are certain game kinds of games and certain developers uh, that, mm-hmm. that just tend to be game of the year bait more and, often than that. And, and there are, as people are pointing out, there are exceptions like Persona 5, Final Fantasy 7 remake. Right. Uh, you know. Yeah. I, and I don't think it comes down to Sometimes sales. the quality pops through. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's I, not, it's yeah. not, a, there's not a formula. It's here not a hard, fast all. rule, but, but yeah, there are, there is probably a mentality there, I would say. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I don't think you're ever going to see like Puyo Puyo. In, in Game of the Year nominations, right. for instance, no. which which oh. is one of the things they were mentioning. Um, Elden Ring is going to get nominated for everything this year, yeah. um, oh, even God, though yeah. I, I think it's a good game. I don't think in my mind it's not a Game of the Year nominee. Like I wouldn't put it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I it got I have not tried it, but it got talked about by everyone. So they're, they're oh yeah, had that just, yeah. yeah, and it, it just completely ab- overshadowed Horizon Forbidden West, which is a shame. I think Horizon it Forbidden is. West is the better game by a long shot. Um, yeah, I haven't played Elden Ring cheap. yet. I can't, I can't comment on Elden Ring, but I sure. I mean, as you know, it's still you know probably my game of the year so far, Steve, as well as yours, maybe. Uh, yeah, so far, yeah. so far, Horizon is still standing strong. Um, mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what God of War does. Um, 
yeah, I, I still think there's room for Horizon to get knocked off its perch, but it was one of the best mm -hmm. games I've played in a very long time. Um, anyway, uh, oh, go ahead. Zaffray in our live audience patron chat has a good point, saying uh, that you can spot Game of the Year babe when they brag about how big their map is. That is yep, definitely <laughs> true. Yep, compensating. Yeah, that, that is true. Oh well, thank you so much for the question, love you. That was a uh, sparked insightful discussion. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that could have that could have devolved into its whole episode on its own. Uh, following that up, we have Game Belt Summit with six dollars says, "I have two questions. One, what video game worlds would be horrible to live in real life, and what worlds would be the safest to live in?" Um, one, Fortnite, like people just drop out of the sky and shoot each other to death constantly. Yeah. Um, Spira would be for number one. As much as I love that world, I wouldn't want to live in it because of you know the constant threat of sin. You know, True. just destroying cities outright. I'll throw uh, a curveball for worst. Twisted metal. <laughs> oh, that's that, that yeah. is a good one. Uh, that's a good any one. any fallout would suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any fallout, yep. Um, um good oh, worlds that, to live in. Let's see. Good hmm. worlds. Uh, oh, I, I would also throw out uh, the, the world of Mega Man Zero as a world I'd never want to live in because you know it's what? just constant war. I'm gonna Terrible say uh the world of Super Mario. Like by and large, the like Mario deals with local level crises. Like he's, oh no, the princess was kidnapped. Anyway, yeah. like I'm gonna go back to work. <laughs> I I would I would maybe even throw out like the world of classic Mega Man because Doctor Wily is so incompetent. Like you that's know, true. He, there's never really any real danger because Mega Man's always taking him down. And any, Doctor Wily's never you, a real threat. That's true. You read about it like on your phone. You're like, oh yeah, that Wily uh, guy. Here we go again. Doing some yeah. dumb shit again. Made a razor yeah. blade robot. <laughs> Yeah, got, got <laughs> shot. Oh, uh, another one about a world I'd never want to live in: the world of Pokemon. That would be the most terrifying world to live in if you take all the Pokedex entries at you know their word and just take them literally. What a terrifying just world to live in. That's true. Yeah. Also, also the fact that your mom would push you out of the house at twelve and be like, "Get out there and be somebody." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make animals That's fight really each other. You'll be old. fine. Yeah, I'm trying to look at like. Honestly, good worlds. I'm like looking at my game library over here. I'm just like, what is a good world to live in? And all of them are kind of just like have their own little problems. So I got to go like, let's just live in the story of seasons. That's nice. And uh -huh. there pleasant. you go. That, <laughs> on the other hand, one. I would say the world of Mega Man Battle Network would be one that I would never want to live in because everything's connected to the Internet. But everything's also always getting hacked into contaminated by bugs i mean we've seen all these horrible things that happen in the scenarios of those games where like an air conditioner system is hijacked and fills your house with like you know toxic gas stuff like that i'm good cyber terrorism on on a global scale i'm good nice yeah yeah well thank you thank you for the question uh, i'm gonna read a couple more out then we're gonna get to our patron topics uh kane woolley is back with a new zealand five dollar super chat says been absent a while randomly started suffering from dyspnea i hope i read that correctly i don't know uh which sparked my anxiety feeling much improved and hoping you all have been keeping well well thank you yeah, um, and yeah. i'm glad to hear glad you're that well. you're feeling better uh, yeah sorry that you you know you've been out for a little while but um yeah i'm, I'm glad to hear glad you're, you're feeling, feeling better 
Yeah, dyspnea is difficult or labored breathing. So I had to look oh. that up. But oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, really yeah that definitely sparking anxiety. Yeah, yeah I'm really would... sorry to hear that, Kane, but glad you're on the on the men. Sounds like you're doing a little better, and we're really glad to always see your name in chat. Thank you very much. Absolutely. That would make me nervous for sure. Yeah. Uh, following that, Aflac McQuack, which I just love that name, with $15, <laughs> it says, my work schedule has been fixed for me to finally catch you all live and vibe with the community. Plus, I can now ask this question if it hasn't before. Who's winning, Mega Man or Astro Boy? I'll go Ooh, straight I know for violence. I mean, you know where I'm going. It's Mega Man all day, every day, baby. But... Honestly, I think Astro Boy has it. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it would I be a good has fight. A bit... Yeah, it'd be a good fight, but I think Astro Boy is just a bit stronger. But Mega Man has more versatility. He's got like 80-plus weapons that he can... Does, does he have guns in his butt? <laughs> <laughs> in his butt? Maybe not, to be fair. Maybe not in his butt. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, it's true. Mega Man doesn't have butt guns. I can't. I can't argue that. But he does have, you know, over eighty different weapons that Astro Boy doesn't. So, and he's got like shields. He's got rush. Like, I feel like he has more. He has I a think, wider variety I, I, of things. He I can feel do. like Astro Boy has just nat more na natural strength, though. So, okay. okay. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm sticking with Mega Man, but I can see it. I, I'm not going to be that guy who's like, oh, it's Mega Man and, and Astro Boy sucks. It's easy. I'm sure it would be a really well, good the, fight. The thing is, you're, you're acting as if Mega Man has access to all of his powers right off the bat. He has 80 plus. Like, yeah, but he doesn't have that when I start Mega Man's uh, 11. <laughs> yeah, I, have... I think I think usually when you like have those kinds of like face-offs, though, you have to kind of take each character at their theoretical maximum strength right true true like astro boy has all of his stuff and Mega Man has all of his stuff and then you have to compare it with that kind of mentality in mind the, the death battle method yeah the death battle method and as uh, was pointed out here uh astro boy did win the actual screw attack oh, okay. death battle, I, so. I didn't watch that one so i yeah. didn't realize i didn't watch that one either yeah i'm i'm reading some of his feats because i'm not familiar with astro boy but i gotta say after reading it i think astro boy takes it like at, at one point in the series he apparently cuts a skyscraper in half and throws <laughs> half of it at someone. So nice. I think Mega Man wow. Mega Man's gonna struggle. Also apparently Astro Boy's jet boots can take him all the way into space. So oh, okay. All right. I feel like at best he could run away if he needed to. <laughs> sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, as much as I thought that was gonna go Mega Man's way. And I'm not sure that it wouldn't if it was like X in like Ultimate mm -hmm. Armor or something. Yeah, later later like Mega but Man versions. OG Mega Man I think is is getting the smoke from from astro boy gotcha gotcha well that's a good now, question x is the one where i just go full asshole i'm like oh pfft, astro boy oh, x yeah. wins this easily yeah x is a killing machine yeah <laughs> anyway, uh finally before we move on to our patron topics mere pat with two dollars just says sailor jupiter is best girl and i'm gonna disagree sailor mercury yeah. still exists Sir, Sir, sailor mercury same here best girl uh jupiter although jupiter. amy's favorite is v as venus Sailor okay. V. That, that, I mean, there's no wrong answer here, really. There really awesome. isn't. What's yeah. really funny to me is I, I remember, uh, like, as a kid thinking they got so much more, the other girls got so much more development mm -hmm. in the OG series, but rewatching it, it's like, oh, they just have that one trait that they just hammer again and again and again. That's uh -huh. it. Squire oh. phrasing. I'm not going to shout into your anus. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, with those with those out of the way, thank you guys so much for the super chats. We'll get to the rest of them before the end of the show. Uh, we do have our patron submitted topics for this week. And Ash, since you've been away for, for the last uh, episode, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Sure. So uh, we have been we've had you know Sonic on the mind here with Sonic Frontiers coming out. So I thought this was topical. My uh, topic this week comes from Aflac McQuack, which I love that name. Also, you're in chat today, Aflac. So just want to let you know that is a great name. 
Uh, with Sonic Frontiers on the horizon, assuming it sells relatively well, what do you think is next for Sonic Team? Do you think we could see future Ultimate remasters, a new classic title, or maybe even another shot at a spinoff? And I thought this was an interesting question because I don't know that we've really thought about too too much about what happens after Frontiers. I mean, it's got to be some. It's got to be like either a side project or remaster or a two D game because you know we get these big tentpole three D Sonic games only once every what five years or so. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to imagine that there's something that's going to come before the next five year big three D Sonic game. And I know what I want it to be. I want it to be the follow up to Mania that we should have gotten but never have. Uh, but, you know, I don't want Sonic Team to make it because I frankly don't know that they do as good a job, and I really don't think they would. So I, I would like to see a Generations remaster. I love Sonic Generations, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably after Colors, the next game that's really ripe for a remaster. But if we're going to go full pie in the sky, what I really want uh, and think Sonic Team is capable of, of delivering on is either a Sonic Adventure remake, like remake slash remaster, or I'm just going to say it, Sonic Adventure 3. That's what I want. But I don't I don't know what, what we're actually going to get. But I think it'll be something like a remaster or maybe a 2D game uh, before we get our next big tentpole 3D game. What about you guys, though? Man, well, you basically hmm. said everything that I would say. Because um, <laughs> Adventure 3 would be where I'd want them to go if they had to develop something original. But obviously my heart... Uh, wants Mania 2 more than anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, where the hell is that? I remember, I uh, I've said it before, but I, I interviewed Takashi Izuka years ago, like, and he mentioned that Mania was what he envisioned as one of the three uh, platforms, he called it, of the Sonic franchise. He said, right. you had your 3D games, you had your racing games, and you had Mania. And then we just never <laughs> like right. got anything from that. So... Uh, you know, I, I hope that head cannon gets pulled back together and they can come back for a mania too. It, it's uh, shocking to me that they didn't just try to acquire them outright after that. Um, well, I guess the, the, the grapevine has it that they're, you know, that Sonic team and kind of their, their feathers are ruffled a bit because they were upset. At least this is the rumor, at least that they were upset and kind of jealous that people were so much more hype over Sonic mania than forces and I mean, kind of resented that. And that- that tracks, unfortunately. It, it does I mean, track. You, yeah, I agree. If you have ever read Console Wars by Blake Harris, uh, he he paints a picture of a lot of infighting at Sega and how yeah. the, how Sega of Japan would get very jealous when when other outside folks uh, succeeded where they could not. So I, yeah. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for me, I mean, if Frontiers does well, I can see them just working on a Frontiers 2 or expanding that concept and focusing more on that. Uh, than any kind of remake. They'd probably hire out somebody else to handle a remake of Adventure or Adventure 2 or, um, you know, or, or a remaster of one of the others. Uh, personally, what I would want most, because it's still my favorite ra- uh, race, I know uh, you're going kart racer, yep. get Sumo Digital. I, yep. I, screw yes. Team Sonic Racing. I want my All-Star yeah. Racing's Transform 2. Dude, oh, yeah. Yes. Or that or a remaster of the original game or both. But I, I want that so bad. No, All-Star yeah. Racing Transformed is so freaking good. Yep. And to see them expand upon that idea would be amazing. Spread out the love. We can get some y- Yakuza stages now. We can get, I don't oh. know, go wild. Oh. A Yakuza stage would be sick. Driving Playable around Kumura show would be badass. Yeah, oh. come on. Playable Ichiban, please. I that love would this be idea. so cool. I want that so much. 
And yeah, like you, Derek, Transformed is is one of my very favorite racing games of all time. Might even be my favorite. And hmm. yeah, I would love to see Sumo return to that well. There's so much more they could do. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, seriously. Yeah. All right. Well, thank yeah. you so much for the question, Affleck McQuack. I just had to say it again. I like that name. <laughs> Such uh, a good name. Derek, what uh, topic did you pick for this week? Uh, mine comes from Caitlin, who says, I love strategic RPGs slash JRPGs, and I recently bought Fire Emblem Three Houses on Switch and love it. Can any of you recommend other great strategic slash turn-based RPGs on the Switch that I can check out? Uh, what, are your, what are some of your favorites overall, anyway? Uh, well, sadly, mm. I cannot recommend uh, Final Fantasy Tactics to you because it's not on the Switch, mm. but if it yeah. comes to Switch, get it. However, I've not I have two that I can recommend that I've not played, but I've heard amazing things about uh, one is uh, Triangle Strategy. I've heard great things. I've seen from some people say it mm -hmm. reaches the uh, apex of some of those uh, classic um, turn based RPGs or, or strategy RPGs like ta Final Fantasy Tactics and whatnot. Another one, if you want another one uh, that's close to tactics and is getting a remaster soon coming out soon is tactics ogre made by the same team who would go on to do final fantasy tactics so great there but if you want my personal favorite uh strategy rpg uh that i love to death um valkyria chronicles one or four yeah yeah both are great both are on switch both are very cheap they tend to be pretty cheap uh yeah valkyria chronicles love it's fantastic very different um with great characters and story. So those are my recommendations. Mm. Very nice. Um, I don't, I, I haven't played a ton of strategy RPGs beyond like the really main temple ones that we all love, like final fantasy tactics and such. Um, uh, one that I would point out that is getting a remaster that's coming to the switch. We don't know how good it's going to be yet, but I love the original that's front mission three. Uh, mm. front mission three is one of my favorite strategy RPGs of all time back on the PS one. And we did just find out it's getting remastered along with front mission one and two on switch. How those remasters will turn out, though, is anyone's guess. So it's kind of hard to say. It's our first time getting one and two, isn't it? So I'm, I'm yeah, curious about those. We'll so see. hopefully. Um, there's also Dis uh, the Disgaea series. Uh, Disgaea yes. 1 in particular is great. Uh, yeah. Disgaea, I think there's a Disgaea D2 is a remake or a remake of one. No, is that correct? No, D2. I thought D2 was a direct sequel. Yeah, oh, D2 was okay. like a, a port. Um, I can't remember. I thought it My was. Bad. Okay. Two, yeah, it's it's Disguided Dimension Two. Um, oh, okay, yeah, I believe that's a direct sequel because oh, my bad. Okay. each Disguided Two, yeah. Three, Four, Five, they'll feature characters from the previous games, but it's a whole new story. Okay. No, no, D Two is like a is is like a continuation of One. Disguided Two, I believe, actually had that's different a, characters. My bad, okay. new story. Then Disguided One Complete is is probably the one you'd want to check out on Switch. No, no, it's no. not. You want to check out Five. Trust me. Oh, okay. Trust okay. me. The I, one. I stopped, I stopped playing them at three because they they're I like long. They're they're not though. connected. I was actually going to recommend Disgaea Five. Uh, okay. It was it was a Switch launch title, uh, and it had been out on PlayStation Four for a while before that. I liked it so much that I double dipped and played it again uh, on I, on Switch, and it's perfect platform for I, that game. I'd also recommend La Pucelle. That's another one just right. came out as part of the Printy Presents one with a mm -hmm. Rhapsody, which is a musical RPG, which is very unique. But La Pucelle, kind of like Disgaea, good stuff. Yeah, Disgaea um, has really fun characters. And honestly, NIS America is deeply underrated for the quality of uh, strategy RPGs they put out across lots of consoles. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's not Switch, but I would point out if you still have access to a 3DS, um, I reviewed a game back on GX called Stella Glow that was kind of a mm-hmm. random kind of a random release that I'd never heard of before when I when I reviewed it, but it ended up being really good. I liked it a lot. So if you have access to a 3DS, uh, I would recommend Stella Glow. Also, I believe Yasunori Mitsuda did, did the music for it. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's the genius involved in Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, all those amazing soundtracks. So uh, definitely check that game out if you have access to a 3DS. And uh, you had mentioned Triangle Strategy, Derek. There is a demo for that if you just want to kind of dip your true. toes in and see. Uh, if you like it or not. And there's also another strategy RPG that just came out from Square Enix for the Switch called the Diofield Chronicle. And I haven't played it, but I've heard good things. And it also has a demo. So you can check it out, see if you like it. And the progress and does it, carry over to the full game, if I remember correctly. I've so, seen people mention uh, Metal Slug Tactics is coming next year as well. And I'm curious about that one. Yeah, and eventually yeah. we'll get uh, Advance Wars <laughs> at some point. Yeah, maybe. Uh, apparently... Let's see. Somebody somebody was at a Nintendo, got Nintendo's ear about it, and they just said, uh, we're still trying to find a new release date. So <laughs> eventually, but that game has been done for like a year or more. Um, people have it too. Like a few people ended up getting it. But anyway, uh, thank you so much for the question. Uh, there's a ton of strategy RPGs on the Switch. I didn't realize that. There's a ton that just came out this year. We literally have um, Mario plus Rabbids next week. Right, yeah. that's oh. coming next week. God, like, I want to play yeah. that. Me too. It'd be nice to. I gotta stick with Xenoblade though. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll find time for it eventually. I hope, but I don't know when. Um, all right. Finally, the last topic of the show. Mine comes from Colin, uh, who says. I've been playing this little niche game called Fortnite recently, and it's got me thinking about collabs and crossovers in games. Are there any IPs that you love so much that you will almost inevitably play a game that does a collab with it? And if so, what is it? And hmm, I, I, I got to say, I will pick up any Nintendo first party collab. Like if, if a Nintendo character appears in another game, I'm trying it. I mean, that's why I picked up. I mean, I was already interested in Soul Calibur because I thought it looked amazing on Dreamcast. Mm. Oh, when yeah. I, when I saw uh-huh. it and then just have Soul Calibur 2 come out and it had Link. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. buying that. I mean, you all already know the obvious answer for me. I mean, you know, uh, right here. Mega Man. <laughs> I mean, Mega Man, anything I will play, you know, a, a crossover with. I mean, I've been begging for Mega Man to come to Fall Guys for since Fall Guys came out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree with you, Steve, any Nintendo crossover, I'm pretty much going to be there for Kirby in particular. Uh, I, I love Kirby to death. So yeah, Mega Man, Kirby, you know, oh, yeah. Chrono Trigger, you know, I, oh, I'd for sure. Play, man, if we got yeah. a Chrono Trigger crossover, I'd be all right? over it in a second. Yeah. Um, I, I want to flip the question upside down a little bit. I will say, uh, rather than characters crossing over, I will play any Capcom crossover game. Like when when Capcom uh, invites another company to something, I'm like, whatever, I'm buying oh that. Oh yeah, oh definitely. <laughs> I I still want a like a 2D hand animated Nintendo versus Capcom. I think oh. that would be the coolest mm. shit in the world, man. I think that would be yeah. amazing. Oh, man, uh, that. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And yes, that alpha line, I did download Dragalia Lost when Mega Man showed up. That's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. You, you bring me Mega Man in anything, chances are I'm going to play it. So I, I have already committed to streaming Fortnite. If Mega Man ever gets into Fortnite, I am honor bound to stream Fortnite. I, I will join you. <laughs> I'll, I'll stream Fortnite with you. I'll hop in. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll okay. help guide you through the cesspool that is, nice. <laughs> that is competitive Fortnite. Um, oh, yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you guys so much for the questions. We do have a few more super chats to read out, and then we got to get over to the post show. It was a long one today. I think we missed Ash yeah. a little bit. Um, all right. So uh, our next super chat comes courtesy of A B C D E F G H or Av. <laughs> Uh, they say, hey, GVG crew, random chat question as I'm just now leaving work. Are there any new horror movies slash shows you want to try this year? That is a really Ooh. good question for spooky season. I saw there's a new Halloween movie coming out, and I don't know how I feel about like octogenarian uh, Jamie Lee Curtis fighting Michael Myers, but I might want to <laughs> see it's it. It's the end of that trilogy, that new trilogy. So yeah. I kind of wanted to see Smile. Is, isn't it based on like, a YouTube short that was really creepy, and they made a full movie out of it? Is but it? I, don't know if I heard good. good things about it, but I've not seen I'm That's... not too aware of what's coming out, actually. Yeah. Yeah, when you have kids, you kind of fall out of touch with what movies are hot. <laughs> because yeah. you can't take them anyway so. no definitely out of that i mean the closest i'd be able to say is is literally chainsaw man yeah oh yeah i, I would really like to see a new series from the same uh person who made the was the haunting of bly manor i thought that was a great show and the the one before that its predecessor i think it was the haunting of hill house or something but i heard i've heard haunting at hill house is amazing it was fantastic and uh, bly manor was different but also really good but I would love to see. I would watch any new horror show from that director, I guess, or whoever. It was. Yeah, that team. But yeah, definitely from that team, I'd love to see something new. But yeah, Smile, I'd like to check out. I, I want to see Evil Dead Rise. I had to Google it, but apparently there's a new Evil Dead coming out next year. Oh, okay. I would love there to is? see that. Huh. Yeah, Evil Dead Rise, April 21st. I'm I, I'm sad. I, I've seen Evil, the original Evil Dead, and I've seen um, Army of Darkness. I've still yet to see... Evil Dead 2. Oh, it wow. Like a, it feels like a shame. Definitely need to fix that. Mm -hmm. uh, well, yeah. thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, yeah, I, I need to get back up on horror movies, apparently. Um, following that up, we have Gold Pac-Man 135123. What's wrong with me? With $5 saying, remember Pac-Man and the ghostly adventure was a thing? Man, who knew a redesign can make people mad? Yeah, oh, I knew that. that. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like I mean, the most obvious thing. Redesigns always piss people off. <laughs> I yeah. have actually seen a lot of that show because uh, a while back, Avery could not get enough of it. And so I've seen oh, a really? lot. Of, it, it's terrible. But yeah. <laughs> but she, she was super into it when she was like four or five years old. And so I've seen okay. most of the series. It's all right. But yeah, I, <laughs> I dislike the Pac-Man design in that show. I really Honestly, dislike I feel ghosts. like... I feel like redesigns piss people off more often than they don't, if anything. Yeah. Like, I think most people get, you know, like, redesigns most often seem to anger uh, a fan yeah. base of an established character. I was going to say, that's... Yeah. I, yeah. I was, you know, I, I try not to get upset over video games because I don't think it's worth getting upset over video games. But I, I did the whole fanboy thing when they sh uh, first showed off that uh, canceled Maverick Hunter FPS with the Ooh, that was American like, yeah. designed X with the cyborg oh, look. Yeah. I was like, I was that angry fanboy. Well, like, this also is my Man. X. Yeah, like <laughs> the, the, the Mega Man fully X. loaded or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, TV show. You were also oh, against. God, fully charged. That was fully charged. Yeah. That design was awful. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, fan, fan's going to fan. And, and Pac-Man was not as offensive as some of those examples. It's but not as bad as some of the others. No. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. great. All right. Thank you so much for the Super Chat Gold Pac-Man. Uh, following that up, Cutie Caitlin uh, with a $5 Super Chat. I'm going to translate it. It says, Kingdom Hearts <laughs> animatic looked so fun. Any game adaptations you'd like to see canceled or would just want to see? I got it. Um, hmm. 
any game adaptations I'd want to see. I would, I would, uh, well, I mean, we're getting the Mario movie, which fortunately seems like the good future. I would love mm. to see, I'm going to say it. I've said it before. I want a Smash Bros. anime. Oh, yes, please. Um, I, see, know... I think anime, I think Kid Icarus. <laughs> Kid Icarus sure. anime, a Smash anime. I feel like a Xenoblade anime could be pretty damn cool. It's already yeah. basically anime. Um, I know I keep dipping into this well. It just happens to be that kind of day today. But, uh, you know, the Day of Sigma anime short in uh, Maverick Hunter X is, is, to me, an absolute proof of concept that a that Mega Man X is made for a full anime series. I, if I could get a full series that chronicled the entire saga of X done in the style of the Day of Sigma, I think that would be incredible. I've oh, that was wanted. cool. God, yeah, that I, cool. I enjoyed the Day of Sigma short. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, it was that. so good. Ah. Day of Ligma uh, in the chat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's really good. All right. Well, thank you so much for the super chat, Caitlin. Uh, following that up, we got Tyus Malvolio with $5 says, My dudes, just got off work, so it's time to send some good vibes to my favorite crew on the internet. Aww. Happy to have you Aww, in my ear for the you. drive home. I hope you're still not driving home because we've been yeah. on for a while. <laughs> yeah, we got seriously. home safely. Uh, but I'm glad you're here with us. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, Titus. Uh, follow beyond that. I'm not going to say follow that up every time. Uh, Rec BCQ with $5 uh, says, I started liking posts that have Xenoblade Chronicles 3 spoilers recently, but not that I remember. But now that I remember that none of you have beat it yet, I might save that for later. Don't worry. I'm not trolling please, your likes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. please, please, I don't troll them, but I, they also just pop yeah, up. Yeah, that's randomly. fair. So I appreciate up, yeah. the I, thought. Yes, I, yeah, thank you. I do appreciate that because, yeah, trying to, trying to avoid and I I will mute you. <laughs> there you go. Boom. I will mute you. Yeah. Get muted. Yeah. All right. Uh following that up, we have Grantles with six dollars and ninety cents. Just says, Hey everyone. <laughs> also nice. Oh my <laughs> god. Nice. 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 Hell yeah. Uh Duncan Metcalf with uh five dollars says, Steve, who's your favorite Mortal Kombat guest character? Robocop. One hundred percent. Because I will oh. say this and and it I didn't understand it fully as a kid, but now I think it reflects well on me as a person. But one of my favorite things in the original RoboCop movie, uh, trigger warning real quick, I'm going to talk about sexual assault for like two seconds, um, is there is a scene in which two guys are trying to sexually assault a woman. And one guy sees RoboCop and he's smart and he books it. The <laughs> other guy grabs the woman, holds her by the neck, pulls, pulls his gun on RoboCop, and RoboCop, without hesitating, shoots that fucker right in the dick. Like, right <laughs> well, the, through the The best dick. part about it is that the dress is covering it. Yeah. So he, uh -huh. it, he thinks he's protected. The dress is, like, splayed out in front. Yeah. And he shoots, nope, just shoots through the dress. <laughs> through the dress, right into the nice. dude's groin. And uh, I remember when they announced RoboCop for Mortal Kombat, I was like, he better shoot someone in the dick in this game. <laughs> and sure enough, it, it, they like added onto it to give it some Mortal Kombat flavor. So one of his fatalities, he like has a wrist mounted like grenade launcher and he shoots a grenade and you'd think he's just going to blow the guy up, but it hits him in the face and it like flips over their head and he waits and he shoots him through the dick to hit the grenade and blows them up. <laughs> oh my God. The so best good. fatality in mortal Kombat history. So That's, yeah, <laughs> I, I still think with all the horror icons they've put into mortal Kombat, they are missing an opportunity to not just having a horror game. Oh, absolutely. A horror movie, like beat him, uh, like, fighting seriously game. right that'd be a, that'd be a, so good yeah I absolutely i would love to see like leatherhead and uh, uh 
Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger, like all the ones they've had, like face off against each other. I'm surprised they haven't done it. It's so funny. But when you think Leatherhead, I, mean, I just think the the rights might might be Turtles. a little tricky because I don't think Freddy and Jason were in the same game. They are separate games. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're right. Characters. You're right. I think it was leather. I meant to say Leatherface, but I said Leatherhead. Clearly, I'm oh Leatherface. That's right. Okay. Okay. Um, I think you mix yeah. it up with Pinhead. Yeah, Pinhead. Pinhead too. Right. That would. Oh man, Pinhead would be a wild one. <laughs> I would love to see that. Um, anyway, <laughs> beyond that, thank you so much for letting me ramble about super cop and, or RoboCop and, you know, super chatting, whatever. All my words are jumbled. Uh, Grantles with $2 says, how do you delete a super chat? Oh, nice. I'm just going to say that again for you, Grantles. Nice. Um, gold Pac-Man is back with another $5 says, remember the emoji movie was a thing. We never thought Patrick Stewart would play a poop emoji. Why? Oh my God! Why? I didn't know he did. That's... I didn't know yeah, that either. Yeah, it was it was Patrick Stewart who played the poop emoji. But the funny thing is, I I do have a bit of trivia for it. The original person they approached for the to voice the poop emoji was um, who's the one directing like Nope and um oh Jordan Peele, Jordan yeah Jordan Peele. They oh. asked him, and he was so insulted by his like, no, I'm out. <laughs> Nice. That's wow. why he, that was that was a big f- push for him to start directing. Nice. That's oh, that's so. I that, I didn't know those two were connected. That's so interesting. That's oh, okay. super funny. I, I, I love that Patrick Stewart, Stewart was just like, yeah. "I'm taking that money." Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Money. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> if somebody wanted me to play poop in a movie, I'd do it. By the way, this yeah. is a this is a pure aside, really quick. But this just reminded me of the fact that I watched half of the Lego Movie on my flight back on Wednesday, and it was I only finished or I only had to stop because the flight ended. But it was really good. And oh, I yeah, never the Lego movie is delightful. Wait, that. you never saw it before? I never saw it. No it just kids. didn't oh seem like God, I cared about so it. It's so good. It was really great, too. Yeah, I'm going to finish it hopefully this weekend. I loved it. Yeah, it's, it's legit I good. That Lego Batman and the sequel. Yeah, okay. I, all three are good. Okay, good to know. That I'll it's just a legit a good movie. Uh, yeah. Anyway, our final super chat of the show, and then we have one other special request. Uh, comes from Vedron uh, with $5. Says, what's your favorite mascot platformer? Also, happy Friday, and hope you're doing well. Happy Friday to you, too. I hope you're doing well. It's Mario, across the board. <laughs> but, um, I put Ratchet I, and Clank up there as well. No, I would I would honestly... I I would almost take Mario out of it, because I feel like that's unfair. It, yeah. It's such a layup. Um, I would mm-hmm. I would agree. If I'm not counting Mario, which I choose not to, I would, uh, I would go Ratchet and Clank, uh, specifically Rift Apart. I think it's one of the best games I've ever played. Rift Apart's so good. I mean... I feel like I, I have to take Mega Man out of it because that's not fair. Like obviously it's Mega Man, and if not if it's not Mega Man, it's obviously Sonic for me. Like I, so I feel like I have to take those two out. And if I do that, then Klonoa probably. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Ooh, Dad Alpha Lion with Sly Cooper in the chat. I like that idea too. Ooh, Sly mm-hmm. Cooper's a good one. Yeah, for sure. All right. So before before we wrap the show, we have one last thing. One of our uh, patrons, uh, Lady Maxillary, asked us to. Rather than doing her personalized video response, she requested that we do a do-over from the 100K subathon saying either, <laughs> thank you, or I'll buy it at a high price. And I, I already forgot how that sounds. So I'm going to I'm <laughs> gonna start on the right-hand side of everyone's screen with Derek and, and work our way back so I can be last. <laughs> I love how you didn't start with Ash, who's definitely the best of the voice actors. <laughs> I know. He's in the middle. He's got to be like the palate cleanser for everyone. Yeah, well, I had to I had to listen to these quotes again just to make sure I remember them properly. But yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't re-listen. I, I heard from you guys at the beginning, but now I'm rusty again. 
<laughs> I'll buy that at a high price. <laughs> That's terrible. That is so bad. Oh, oh man. It's okay. I'm not going to do any better. Trust me. I'm going to hide myself in shame. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, ah, I'll buy it at a high price. See, look what I'm competing against here. Yeah. I'll, I'll... <laughs> I mean, I'm here to make you look better. Don't worry about it. I'm only doing the buy it at a high price. I can't remember the other one. Ah, I'll buy it at a high price. That's good too, man. I don't know. Yeah, man. see, I suck. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Squire in the chat, you bordered on a Sethrog laugh. <laughs> I feel like I could do that better. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, I can't even do that right now. I no, I'm off my game. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, Jaden, uh, thank you for the for the kind words. Saying Ash truly has voice acting in his blood. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh. Happening. Oh. Oh, this is this is Bloosh. dangerous. Now we're just gonna keep going forever, just doing different voices. <laughs> all right. All right, voices. folks. We do have a post show to get to, and we also have lives to get to, I think. I don't remember. Uh, I got a video to finish up for tomorrow. <laughs> there we go. All right, so let's get moving. All right, folks, uh, thank you so much for joining us this Friday for the one and only 28th episode of GBG Cast. We will be back next Friday for episode 29, where we'll probably talk about some weird thing that happened on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you guys so much for watching. As is customary here, we have to give a huge thank you to our patrons at the producer tier and above we literally could not do this show without you if you see your name on screen then you know i'm talking about you thank you guys so much uh, it means the world to us that you let us talk about games and hang out with our friends each and every friday uh somehow the executive producer scroll is just going i love obs <laughs> anyway we have to give an extra special thank you to the folks who have already intruded on the screen our executive producers and above they deserve an extra special thank you and those fine folks include Brandon Bovia, Cutie Caitlin, Fangs, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty, Just Brian, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman23, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Logan Daniel, Christopher Bake, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Critter XD, Kitty Kongfax, Angel Martinez, Vidron Hotik, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, Azran127, Black King, Pagrema, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Kiki Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Wataniak, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Brady Power, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Killamox, Eddie B, Kit Fisto, Jessica Toad, Deanith, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Michael McCaw, Nope, Matthew Wong, <laughs> Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Too Much Spaghetti, Bane 400, Askeron 809, Reoner, Nathan Steele, Spicy Pandotter, Rain and Clouds, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, My Mom, Hi Mom, Mega Amster, Kane Woolley, Dark Steel 01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Cystic Warrior, Cystic Warrior 29, DJ Jersick, Dinner Sonic, Derek, Nova the Artist, Colin, Blazestar 25, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Screamo Shaman, Mason Riley, Keel, Willow Pingree, Moon Knight, Ray Clausen, Brendan Hesse, Noah Fitterer, Calvin Atkinson, Ryan's Fault, Brainchild, Pat Pending, Jim Wakelin, Lauren Bond, Longboy Shiggy, Andy Mine P, <laughs> Ad, Kyle the Monarch, Alpha Lion, Lord Metarex, Kyle Gamer and Barry Rookie, Jay Brox, Salad Dinner, Revolver Axolot. <laughs> 
Nice. Datboy64, Blaze Collard, Eric, Danielle Crowder, Alex Westover, Cat Evie Person 5, and last but not least, Lady Maxillary. Woo! Woo! Yay. I had to power through that. They were on screen like 10 seconds before they were supposed to be. Thank you guys so much for, for hanging with me as I struggled to breathe. Uh, <laughs> That does it for us for this episode of GBG Cast. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for hanging out. We are headed on our way to our patron exclusive post show where I may or may not be conscious due to some type of lack of oxygen. I can't remember the word anymore. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you next week. Uh, if you're one of our EPs, we'll be back uh, sooner than that for our for our uh, next EP squad meetup. When I think is it's next when is weekend? That? Is that next, next weekend? weekend? Right, yeah, next epoxia. Thank you, one. Becca. Yes. I, I I will hope not to die of epoxy in the next thirty seconds. But <laughs> uh, we will be back next week for episode twenty twenty nine of GVG yes. Cast. Thank 29. you guys so much for watching, and until next time, good night and good vibes. Bye everyone. Bye everybody. Bye. Have a great weekend. Thank you.